All right, everybody. Welcome back into Beyond the Bleachers. It's me and AJ here. Hello. Um, we're we're gonna start off with this cheese at Bull, Oklahoma State, Miami. If you see me turning to the side, I'm, we got the game on in here. So, um, Oklahoma State's up twenty one thirteen. Derek King went down with an injury in the second quarter, and that's taking a big toll on Miami in this game. But they were down twenty one to nothing at one point. I, I think we both picked Miami to win this game. Um, because I'd actually had Oklahoma State making the college football playoff, and that was wrong. But um, I think from this point, AJ, Oklahoma State's going to take this thing, even though it's only an eight-point game right now. But Miami's looking really sluggish offensively. Really? Yeah, right now. I mean, they just had like two or three big drops on that drive, yeah. and then they just kicked a field goal. But um, I think the Cowboys get it done here. Um. I mean, of course, you, they're up twenty one ten. It's twenty one thirteen. Yeah, they just get to the goal. Okay. Miami did. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. I don't think. After seeing that last drive, I don't think that they'd be able to like. I don't know if they decide that they want to catch the ball. Then yeah, I feel like they'll be fine. But Philip says, "What's up, what's y'all? Long time listener, first time caller. Philip, appreciate you joining in again, man. Um, I, I promise we're gonna get to all the comments this time." We kind of struggled with that last week. We didn't realize until after we'd finished up that all the comments were there. Um, but we're going to get to them this time. And, Philip, um, we need to have you on here sometime, man. So just hit me up and we'll uh, we'll get you on here at some point, man, to talk some ball. Uh, but, AJ, let, let's transition over to the NFL for just a minute before we make our NFL game week picks later on. Uh, and let, let's go to Jacksonville, my Jaguars. Um, man, 1-15, we're taking... Uh, we got the number one pick because the Jets have won two games. And how do you do? Like, if I'm the Jets, I'm just throwing every game. Like, why would you? You can't even lose properly. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, and look, I but, thought the Jets were gonna go in sixteen about halfway through the year. Uh, I didn't <laughs> expect them to beat the Rams, and I really did not expect him to beat Cleveland last week. But Cleveland was down a couple of receivers. But anyway, so. I just want to talk about Jacksonville for a minute because we've never ha- we've never had the first overall pick since our inception in '95. In we've always been like the second, third, fourth, fifth pick. We've been in the top five, top ten, basically every year except like 2018. Yeah. Um. After the playoff run in '17, we had a I think a mid round pick, but we're getting the first pick. We're gonna take T Law, I think, unless he goes back to Clemson. Or just pulls Neil Manning and is like, hey, I don't want to play for you. But I don't see that being the case. I think he comes to Jacksonville. He's going to be the chosen one. He's going to lead this franchise in the right direction after we clean house uh, because we got to hire a general manager who hopefully will get rid of Doug Marone and the coordinators clean house, start a new slate, and just start off, you know, brand new, really, going into 2021. Yeah. Um, but... Aside from Lawrence, uh, just getting the first overall pick, man, it's, it's wild. Um, it's something that not a lot of teams hope for. I mean, especially if you're a, a good team every year, like yeah. the Pats or, you know, the Saints or somebody. But for a team that's been, you know, below average for so many years throughout their history, getting the first pick now is really, really key here because you're going to bring in a solid quarterback and hopefully turn things around. But, um to me, it's just wild that Jackson was getting the first pick. I thought the Jets were going to get it all year. Yeah, um, where the Jets uh, didn't win a game until or like for half the season, right? Yeah, and then they, they were. Up, let's yeah. see, they're two and thirteen right now, so okay. they were zero and what zero and. I think they were. Started oh, out, they were zero and thirteen. I think when they 
Because they beat the Rams two weeks ago, and then they beat Cleveland last week. Okay, well, they, yeah. they won back-to-back games. Okay. Oh, that's wild to me. Yeah. But, yeah, if I'm them, like, to a point, it's just like, if I'm an NFL franchise, and like you said, that, like, they're not really that good, and you get that, what you look for in a number one uh, overall pick, I mean, usually you're looking for a franchise player. Um, I know for a fact you draft T-Law first, um then I feel like you're going to get a guy that comes in every day. I wouldn't say like Joe Burrow, but like you kind of want him to be like J- Joe Burrow, basically. Um, yeah, I just don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, and I feel like they'll be totally fine. Uh, I don't, well, do y'all have a good offensive one? Uh, it's better than Cincinnati's, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, we got Cam Robinson and uh, Andrew Ruel and a couple other guys. But, yeah, it, it's better than Cincinnati's. But, like, my only thing is I don't want Lawrence to come in and get hurt. Yeah. You know, like that that's that would, that would, that would suck. That would be awful. My my thinking is, is and I actually wrote an article on this today for uh last word on pro football where I covered the Jaguars. I wrote on basically what the Jaguars should do with uh Gardner Minshew and or Mike Glennon, the veteran that has been starting slash back up the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um just in my personal preference, I think Jacksonville needs to keep Minshew and get rid of Glennon because mm-hmm. he really has no spot there once T Wall comes in. And you know, it kind of started up in my mind the thought of what if Jacksonville kind of pulls the Dolphins and sits Trevor Lawrence for a couple of weeks um, and lets Minshew start the first, you know, four or five games of the year and then brings him in, you know, and gets him, you know, fully ready to go. Um, Hopefully that, not, actually. Because, yeah. I mean, I mean, even though they're, uh, what, are they 11-5, I believe? Or they something? are 10-5. Maybe, I think they're 11 and. Four. Ten and five, maybe. I think okay. they're ten and five, something like that. But either way, like Fitzpatrick was on a roll, and I mean he was doing good all season, uh, all the way up until he wound up getting or they replaced him. Yeah, with Tua. And yeah. I was just like, I don't get that. Like I, I see where they're coming from, but Fitz Magic was, like I said, he was doing good all season, and then you like take him out in the middle of a game and put Tua in, and so I just don't get that move. I mean. Tua was still good, um, but, I mean, Fitzmagic came back, and they wanted to win the game, uh, I think it was either Saturday or Sunday, one of the, I think it was Sunday, or Saturday, um, but, yeah, I mean, I think Fitzmagic is definitely the guy that should have continued to keep it, and then you can bring Tua in, like, to get a couple of drives, and then, you like, you want your star to continue to be Fitzmagic, but, yeah. um, them coming in and letting Tua start like two or three games, I didn't like that move personally. Yeah, I, I mean, I really didn't either. Um, we knew that Tua was going to play at some point this year. And look, he's done well except for, I think it was last week against the Raiders when they had that crazy game and they benched him for uh, Fitzpatrick and yeah. Fitzpatrick caught him down. And one, did you happen to see that throw that Fitzpatrick had uh, where he was that. like they – the Raiders defender like pulled his face mask and mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick's eyes were closed and he just lobbed up the ball and miraculously it was caught for like a 30, 35-yard game. magic, baby. And got him <laughs> over range. Yeah, it was wild. Um, but, you know, we say all that just to say that I, I me personally, I'm with the AJ. I don't think that uh, Jacksonville does that with Lawrence. Um, presumably thinking that they're going to take him. I yeah. Mean, because look, he could still return to Clemson. Everybody thinks that he's not going to do that because he just graduated um, but I think that decision for him really rests on what happens this weekend um, in the semifinal 
and then if they make the national championship. But I, I honestly, I think he's gone either way. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Let's just stay on the NFL for a minute. Let's talk to Wayne Haskins being released by Washington. Um, I know Washington's kind of one of your teams because your mom lives up in that area, but yeah. that was kind of a surprise move. Um, in in my mind, I didn't think they were going to do it. Um, they look, they could have stuck with him for one more game because what happens if Alex, Alex Smith, Smith, if he does play this week against Philadelphia, what if he struggles? And then you're bringing in Taylor Heineke, who <laughs> came in last week because Haskins was struggling and Alex Smith was hurt. He played okay, but is he really the guy that you want, you know, possibly – you know, trying to take the team to an NFC East title in Week 17 of the season? I, I don't know. I mean, yes, the off-the-field antics for Haskins were really bad, and that's what led to the Ron Rivera's decision and the front office's decision to get rid of him. But I think they just could have waited, you know, another week or two to do that. Um, what? I need that. Huh? I need this. Point it over there. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's going to die. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it was the wrong move, really, to uh, to do that. Uh, AJ, AJ stepped away for a minute. He's plugging up my computer charger because I forgot about it. But um, but yeah, look, Washington can win the East still. Dallas can win the East, and New York can still win the East. Um, so that that should be kind of interesting going in, as we head into Week Seventeen here because you've got a, a scenario where if Washington wins, if they beat Philadelphia, they win the division. But Dallas has to win and Washington has to lose. And then I think the Giants have to win and then both the Cowboys and Washington have to lose for them to win it. So going to be a wild scenario, um, you know, in, in the NFC least here, as people like to call it this mm-hmm. weekend. Because, uh, look, it is the worst division in football um, by far. It's been like that for like the last two or three years, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it really has. And especially when you have a, a team in there that doesn't have a name, yeah, it, it, that, <laughs> that, that really – it really ties into it. But, but yeah, look, that's up for grabs. There's a lot of things up for grabs in the NFL this week, and we'll get to that a little bit later on. But let's flip back to the college side here, and let's talk uh, the Cotton Bowl. I think they play – do they play tomorrow? It's either tomorrow or Friday. I can't remember. Um, or tomorrow or Thursday, one of the two. Uh, but, anyway, Florida has their top four receivers out for this game. Kyle Pitts had already opted out their star tight end. Um Jacob Copeland, Kadarius Tony, and Trevon Grimes have all opted out to prepare for the NFL. Florida's offense has taken a beating going into this game against Oklahoma. Um, and, oh, it's the And they haven't yeah. even stepped on the field yet. Yeah, exactly. They haven't even stepped on the field. Now, I, st- I know they still got Kyle Trask, but outside of Justin Shorter, who's likely going to be their top target in this game, who else do they have there? Um, but... And look, Oklahoma went from a, I think it was a three or a three and a half point underdog to a three or three and a half point favorite in like a span of three hours when that news came out yesterday. Yeah. But that's wild. And Oklahoma's a good team, but Florida is too, but Florida's going to be depleted at receiver on the outside. And yeah. I think that's going to hurt them a bit in the um, game. I feel like, uh, I know I said that Florida's going to win. Um, I don't know now, especially since the opt-outs. Uh. I mean, I still like they can still get it done, but I think that all those guys being out definitely will, will take a toll on them because, um, I mean, that's like most of their production. Yeah. Like, I mean, they still thrive with Cal Pitts out, but now you don't have Kadarius, yeah. Tony, and who? who else? Uh, Jacob Copeland yeah. and Trayvon Grimes. And I think yeah. Marco Wilson's out, too. Yeah, I think he, he opted he had, out. Yeah, he opted He's out. Gonna... So there's a defensive star that's out, too. So um, I, I think I picked Florida. 
And I think I for to. Florida to win, they're going to have to establish the running game because I think I said this either last week or a couple of weeks ago here on the pod that Florida's running game has been kind of non-existent this year. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to beat Oklahoma and like keep it a game because Oklahoma's going to make it a shootout. Yeah. It's either going to be a shootout or it's going to be like a 10, 14, 17 point game. Yeah. Um, and if Florida's going to keep it a shootout and keep it close, they're going to have to get the running game going with all their receivers out. That's true. And it's actually tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I couldn't remember if it was tomorrow or Thursday. Yeah. I keep tomorrow. I keep forgetting that today's Tuesday. I got called out of work today, so <laughs> it's, it's kind of been an odd day. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think that Florida's going to have issues on offense in that game be, just because of all those receivers being out. But Kyle Trask is still there. He's still going to do his thing. He's going to dish the ball out. Um, so there's that. And before we get into Troy, because that's where we go to school, I want – to hit on Devontae Smith being named AP Player yeah. of the Year and what that means for a future award coming up in just a couple of weeks. Uh, look, he's arguably the best receiver in college football this season. I will not say out of the past two years because we know that's Jamar Chase. But <laughs> um, no, no shot at Devontae Smith in Alabama there. But um, Smith has been explosive this year. He's been yeah. dynamic. He's been... He makes some unreal catches like the one at LSU when he was falling in the back of the end zone. Uh, with that catch, I mean, it's just, the, the things that guy can do is unreal. And uh, right when you got over here before we started recording, you said that he's really taken a big leap with Jalen Waddle being out this year. And yeah. I, that that has shown a lot. And even though Bama's offense is as good as it is, this may be Saban's best team, you know, while he's been there. If you would have – if they would have had Jalen Waddle all year long, they'd be even better. Yeah. They'd be like ten times better right now. That's true. But – And I think Max – like his his stats probably would have been even even more than what they are. Yeah. Um. I mean, uh, Michi Mechi, whatever his name is. I mean, he's not even. He wouldn't. He's not given the same production, of course, as um, as Waddle would, of course. But I mean, he's he stepped out or stepped up pretty well. Um, and so that's. Devontae Smith and like um, I give respect when it's due. Um, I know, or you know, everyone that knows me, I'm not a big fan of Alabama at all. Um, but I mean, Devonta Smith is just a phenomenal player. Um, I've enjoyed watching him play. Um, I've loved watching the highlights that I've seen and everything. And like, I think if there's anybody that I wouldn't mind winning the Heisman, it would definitely be him, um, from Alabama. I mean, I think... The only thing that would stop Trask, like if it was just Trask and um, Mac Jones, yeah, Mac Jones, then I think Trask should win. I mean, the only thing that would stop him was probably that loss to Alabama, or I think LSU. Honestly, LSU game probably would have been the biggest thing that would stop him from winning that. Um, if it was just between them, but yeah, I think the uh the AP Player of the Year definitely might have something to do with him winning it. And I mean, like I said, he's just a deer with hands. <laughs> so yeah, it's really wild uh, watching him play. And it's just like he's so fast. And not like last year, um, I think the first well we all saw it. The first time that we actually saw him in his speed was during the uh, national championship when two threw it to him. Uh, yeah, second against Georgia. Yeah, when yeah. Georgia. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I think you can blame that also on blown coverage. But Buddy was. Dude, moving. he was he was moving that, and that. I was just like, and you know, nobody knew of Devonte Smith really before 
that that catch, really. Yeah. But he wasn't a big household name like he is now. But well, he's also a freshman then. Yeah, true. Um, and you talked about you know Jalen Waddle and Henry Ruggs and all those guys. Bama, dude, Bama's had a three-headed monster the last couple of years with Ruggs, Waddle, um, and Smith. And you brought up the Heisman thing and how you know maybe that maybe winning the AP Player of the Year does you know have a tie to that. And look, I think it does. Uh, he's the first ever receiver to win it. I think the award's only been given out since '98 or '99, so mm-hmm. it's only been about twenty, twenty-one years. Um, and he's the first receiver to win that, and I think that's a big stepping stone towards whether he wins the Heisman or not. Because you can look at this one of two ways. You can look at it and say that yeah, he's doing all this, and you know he is the top receiver in the league. But to the contrary to that, Mac Jones is the one passing the ball. So yeah. if you're a Heisman voter, I think it's one and two with those guys right now. You could really flip-flop that either way. But, and I don't want to say that both players' performances have a, a say in who wins uh, with the semifinals coming up on Friday. Mm-hmm. But if they both have a really good game, like if Smith goes for like 150, 175, 200, plus 200, and like three or four touchdowns, and Mac has, you know, 350 and four, who who the heck do you give it to there? Like because it's going to be such a close race there. I think that it's really between Smith and Jones right now. Trask really doesn't have a shot at it unless he throws for like six hundred yards against. Yeah, Oklahoma. I was about to say. But what happen. if what if yeah. Mac or not Mac? Uh, Trask comes out and has a like a Oklahoma versus a LSU game last year. I mean, like he, he's going to have to throw like six or seven touchdowns and no interceptions and like 565 yards to even have a slim chance at catching up to them. Yeah. I, I think it's out of the picture for him now three or four weeks ago, like before the LSU game, he was doing it. He was yeah. really in it. Uh, but then Devontae Smith started emerging, and it's really between them two. But I do think that Devontae Smith can win this thing. Uh, he would be the, if I'm right, the second or third receiver ever to win it. Um, Charles Woodson won it. And but back he was, in the 90s. Wasn't he basically... He was, he a, was, cor- a, was he a corner. Was he a corner? Okay, maybe or a safety or something like that. Maybe, maybe he was. Deep. Yeah, he was defensive. So defensive right. I, I think a receiver is one. I just can't remember who Desmond Howe. Yeah, it was Well, Desmond but Howe. he's like a utility yeah. guy. Yeah, but they still use him at receiver. Yeah. But maybe he's the only receiver to win. But, um... Oh, Miami just scored his 21-19. All right, I'm glad you pointed that way because I, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, that would be awesome to see, you know, a receiver at Bama win it. They just keep doing things that... Nobody's ever done. Yeah. You know? Um, the amount of points they're putting up this year, the way they're dominating teams in and out, you know, trenches outside, running the ball. Um, and then if you have a wide receiver win it, I mean that that's wild. Yeah. It's really crazy. I mean, like my dad said a couple weeks ago, he was like, Bama never loses or what'd he say? He was like, um they something he said something, they just reload. I forgot exactly. They don't rebuild, they reload. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yep. Oh, Miami got the two, it's tied at twenty one. That was crazy. Oh, that was good. Um, but, yeah, all right. So, enough about Devontae Smith. Let's talk a little bit of Troy. Let's just review this football season for just a minute or two. We're not going to go into full detail because we got other topics to discuss. Yeah. Um, we finished 5-6. and six. Should have been 6-6, six and six, but ULM had some COVID issues that, you know, did us in. We didn't play. Uh, Chip Pointy is now 10-13 and 13 as the head coach here in two years. Um, I mean, defense was good this year. Offense was okay at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have scored more points against BYU, but they were really good then. Um, we should have beat Coastal. Um, yeah, we should have beat should Coastal. Have like, been. that That still takes me off. Uh, so we should have finished with at least six wins, man. Yeah. And 
I get that we didn't go to a bowl game because there were other Sun Belt teams the way the Sun Belt was with their at large bids this year. Yeah. Uh Troy didn't get to, you know, get into a bowl, which kinda stinks because I would have liked to have seen him play like a Marshall or, you know, somebody like that. Um maybe UAV or something. Um, look, I'm not saying Marshall would wreck them. I'm just saying, like, I just threw somebody out there off the top of my head. Okay, okay. Um, I would say Army, but Army knows options. We Army stop that. would definitely um, have a field day. But, so we go five and six. I think Chip is on the hot, hot seat right now. Um, his, his record as a head coach has to improve next year. He's gone. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I think but so I will say the recruiting trail here lately has been really, really hot. It really has. We've gotten two guys from Florida State. We just got a defensive guy from yeah. NC State. Yeah. Um, so, look, Troy's doing good things on the recruiting trail. I hope that leads to positive turnover with the team next year because I think 2021 can be a good year. Um, but about a month or so ago, I think, um, freshman quarterback Parker McNeil entered, entered the portal. It kind of went unnoticed for a little while. Um, he was a junior. Was he a junior? Okay, that's right. He was a Juco yeah. guy. Yeah, that's right. You're right. I don't know why I was thinking he was a freshman. Um, but he entered the portal. That was a guy that when he signed with us, I was kind of hoping, you know, that he would come in and at least compete for the starting job. And Because, look, Jacob Free is not the answer. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be. But um, all around, I think Troy could have had a better year, but it didn't happen. We just got to get – we've got the talent, and I think 2021 hopefully will be a little bit better. But I think we at least go seven and five next year. At least. I hope so. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we. Do you know if we have any big games? Uh, you know, I haven't looked at the non-conference schedule for next year, so I don't really know. If you want to pull that up real quick, we can uh we can talk about that for a second. But I do want to hit on Carlton Marshall because that guy continues to get snubbed for awards, and it really continues to take me off. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say he's the best linebacker in the country. He's the best linebacker in the Sun Belt, though. Yeah. I think. In group of five. Yeah, in the group of five, yeah, and and the Sun Belt really, but in all group of five, he's he's the best linebacker. But he continues to get snubbed for awards, um, which really sucks for a guy that you know has been an All American the last two years, yeah, been really really good at his position, um, and I mean they're just not looking into these lower tier guys. I think Tulsa's linebacker won the top the award for like top linebacker or whatever. Uh, who do we play next year? Oh, we get oh. You want to go to Columbia for that South Carolina game? I'm down. Yeah, I'm down too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get, who do we get? Southern. Southern, Liberty, Southern Miss, and South Carolina in our non-conference schedule next year. So we have three back-to-back-to-back non-conference games. Um, yeah. Southern, Liberty, Southern Miss. Oh, that'll be good. Liberty's going to be good next year, I that think. Yeah. That should be a good game. Um, so yeah, that's our non-conference schedule. Um, I don't even want to know what the, what the conference schedule. Oh, we play. We get Louisiana next year. Oh God, <laughs> and Texas State. I will beat them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we could have had a better year this year, but you know, decision with play calling and stuff kind of screwed us. But you know, it actually kind of makes me upset, or not upset. It makes me angry. ULL will forever win. Their division, the West. Yes. Yeah. I because know. I mean, they don't have anybody to like. Yeah. I mean, as long as Billy Napier's in Lafayette, Louisiana's going to win the, yeah. the division. Like it's just going to happen. ULM's never going to do it. South, no. <laughs> <laughs> Texas State's not. Arkansas. Uh, it's really between Louisiana, Arkansas State, and Troy. That's your three teams in the West. That no, really, we're in the East. We are in the East. You're right. So it's really just Louisiana and, Ar- yeah, and Arkansas State. State. Man, why do I keep thinking we're in the West? Speaking dude? of Sun Belt. Hey, thanks, Coastal, for uh, ruining our perfect or our perfect record in the bowls. We are four and one. 
So, yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, Coastal, why'd you have to go with squirrels like that? Look, man, can we I'm talk about that for a second? That, that wasn't on the topic list, but now that you brought up Coastal, we need to hit on that for a minute. So, Liberty goes down the field late in the game, tries to take knees to kill the clock. They were up by, were they, I think they were I think tied. it was tied, yeah. Yeah, it was tied, it was tied. And so, Liberty goes down, takes knees to try to kill the clock. Well, their offensive lineman didn't realize it on one of the plays. I think it was like second or third and goal. And he pushed the run, tried to push Liberty's running back in the end zone. And when he did, the, the running back fumbled the ball and coached No, he just went ahead and like tried to take it like into the end zone. He oh, tried to be okay. a hero. Because I was watching it on TV, and it, they made it sound that like uh, the offensive lineman or whatever like was kind of pushing him in the end mm-hmm. zone is what it looked like. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, he tried to be the hero and uh, go ahead and try to take it in for the score and fumble the ball. Yeah, they fumbled the ball. Coastal gets it, drives down the field, and gets their field goal block. And like, in overtime. I think Liberty kicked a field goal though. Did no because they fumbled. They went to overtime. Liberty got the ball first, kicked a field goal. Yeah, then, that's right. That's right. Uh, I think they got. I think um, Liberty got back to back sacks, and put Coastal to where they had to kick the field. Yeah, goal. Yeah, then it got blocked. And yeah, then they won. Right. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So Coastal loses, screws up the Sun Belt's record, of course. But we still finished better than Conference USA, who yeah. I don't think had a single win. Uh, I saw a lot of, especially Troy fans that I follow on Twitter were clowning uh, CUSA for that because I think they, I think the Sun Belt has won eight or nine games against them, and uh, I forgot what the other conference we won like eleven sh- straight against them. Um, I forgot who it was though, but yeah, I think it was the MAC actually. Was it the MAC? I think so. Or I might have those two reversed. Either way, we own y'all. Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> any UAB or Middle Tennessee or Ford International, whatever, any Conference USA fans in here, I'm sorry, but somebody owns you. Um, so let's move in on. In bowl games, at least. Um, I don't forget what, what was on the list next. Um, well, you know what? Let's just go ahead and jump in the NFL. Okay. Um, well, let's go ahead and pick our Week 17 games, and then we'll we'll come back to whatever else was on the list, because I don't forget. Um, so we'll, we'll just start with, with some of the easy games. Um, like we'll who? Go, don't Steelers? Yeah, Steelers and Browns play this week, <laughs> but but Big Ben's out. So yeah, uh, look, I'm still going to take Pittsburgh. I think they win. Um, but Cleveland should have all their receivers back, so it should be an interesting game as long as Miles Garrett does not try to hit uh, Rudolph in the head with a helmet. Is again. he still with them? Yeah, Ru- uh, Garrett. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. No, Rudolph. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. He's starting this week. Oh what? yeah, yeah. They're starting. Oh yeah, because Big Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're starting over Devin Hodges, which wow. is disgraced. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so. I think the Steelers are going to win easily. Um, they've already locked up the division. Yeah. They're just they've they're they're going to be the three seed in the playoffs because the Bills got the two and obviously Kansas City's got the one. Yeah. They screwed themselves the last couple of games. They're really yeah, because they dude, don't even give me sorry. <laughs> but the Chiefs play the Chargers. Uh, yeah, but Pat and all the all the good starters are sitting because they're trying to keep them. Yeah, healthy for the playoffs, but still take the Chiefs there. Uh, yeah, of course. Herbert is on fire. He's got. I think he's got the most touchdowns out of a rookie. Yeah, um, he, I so think far. I saw something like that. But I'm still going to take Kansas City. I think they get it done easily. Yeah. The Bills, they're going to slap the Dolphins, I believe. Uh, yeah. Look, I want that to be a close game. I really do. But if Fitzmagic can make some magic happen, maybe. But Josh Allen looked good last night in New England. So, um, um, I mean, the Bills are a one-point favorite. But I would I, mean, t- I would take Miami plus one on that. I'm taking. I would take the Bills. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I'm taking the Bills out, oh, right, yeah, but I would yeah. bet Miami plus one. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Make sure that I can see them, yeah. And then next up, you got the Browns and the Steelers. Yeah, oh, we, just, yeah, we already talked about go that. Go to Ravens Bengals. Ravens Bengals. Should oh. we even talk about that, though? Like, Ravens are going to win because, obviously. I mean, the Bengals are just a bad team, favorites. dude. Burrow's out for the year. Their offensive line is depleted. Their defense is meh. But <laughs> Baltimore's not really as explosive of an offensive team as I would have liked them to be this yeah, year. Yeah, they haven't really been. But they're still going to win. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a lock card. So, take the Ravens. All right. I'm taking the Vikings over the Lions this weekend. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to. But, dude, yeah. I hate how... Uh, <laughs> How um Adam Thielen is in fantasy or slash was yeah he is was he either he's a boom or a bust one week yep. he'll go for like twenty nine thirty points and then like the next two weeks he winds up going for like six and I'm just like dude what are you doing I'm like passing the ball but yeah um I'm taking the Vikings in this one dude I love watching Delvin Cook oh yeah I love watching Cook. Delvin Cook at Florida State like he is such an awesome running back um. If, I feel like he runs angry. He like, does. He's he's almost like a smaller version of Derrick Henry, somewhat to an extent. I mean, because Derrick Henry runs angry too. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we got the two and thirteen Jets versus the six and nine Patriots. Oh, uh, I will say this: if the Pats decide to start Jarrett Stidham, give me the Jets. But I'm gonna take the Pats. I I'm gonna take start the Cam Newton. Um, I don't see the Jets winning three in a row. I do wild, wouldn't it? Though yeah, that would be crazy. They they would just give someone else the two the uh, number two pick probably. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah. I I just don't see it happening. Next up, we got the that uh. This ain't a hate rivalry, is it? Or is it? it? It's not as bad as Philadelphia, but okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it is. But next up, you got six and nine Cowboys versus the five and ten Giants. Mm, you know what? I'm going to America's team. Yeah, I think I'm going to too, Zach. If you're watching this, which you're probably not, but <laughs> I'm taking the Cowboys. I just have no faith in the Giants to win this game, even though somehow they're still in the race for the division. Yeah, I don't really know how, and I don't get how Washington is either. But I think Dallas gets it done. And if um, if Andy Dalton makes the playoff with the Cowboys, he gets a million dollar bonus. So I'm pulling for Andy Dalton and the Cowboys. Oh, um, next we have the four and eleven Falcons versus the ten and five Bucks. Give me the Falcons. What? <laughs> I hope you're kidding. I'm serious. Oh my goodness. Uh, Tampa Bay. Well, they just played. Didn't they play? Was it last week? No. These two or was it two weeks ago? These two? Yeah, I think they played two weeks ago. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah, and but Tampa Bay barely won the game. Like Atlanta had a chance to win. Dude, Atlanta and, continue like keeps beating themselves. Honestly. Like, they'll have leads and then they just blow it. I'm taking Tampa Bay at least by 10 this time. Brady's out to prove a point. And, yeah, give me Tampa. Um, Let's see. Next we got the Packers and the Bears, baby. You know what? Go, Pack, go. J-Dye, I know you probably won't watch this. uh, Go, Pack. Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. You know, as bad as I would love to see the Bears pull off an upset to end the season... No, no shot. No dude. shot no at shot. all. No shot. Um. Then we have the Raiders and the the Broncos. Oh my goodness! Give me Las Vegas. Yeah, give me Vegas all day. Denver has been a team that uh, has really struggled the past couple of years. Now I do like Drew Lock at quarterback. They've got Jerry Judy, but obviously he's been frustrated lately because he hadn't been getting the ball enough. Um, but the bags already 
you know, sold up for Denver, man. It's, Do you think that they go out and get a quarterback in this draft? You know what? I think they trade for a quarterback. But why? I mean, the the or this class is I stacked think, with so many quarterbacks, and I'm pretty sure they have a top ten pick. I think they trade for a quarterback. I think they might. Well, maybe Chicago does that. I was going to say maybe they could trade for Jimmy G from the Niners, but I think maybe Chicago sends Trubisky to San Francisco. So mm. that may not be the case. But I, I do. I could. I could see Denver drafting a quarterback. Maybe in a later round. Probably not. The first I round. honestly think they might go out there. Um, I wanted to say uh, uh, Zach Wilson. Well, I, I don't know what pick they have, but maybe they – well, no, Trey Lance will probably be gone by then. So, yeah, I could see Zach Wilson going to um, – I was going to say Trey Lance, but I don't know. I think Zach Wilson would fit their scheme better. Just because I haven't seen enough of Trey Lance plays in the FCS. Not yeah, that's in, true. in the FCS, so. But, yeah, I'd, I, I mean, it, for Denver, it's either trade one of your guys or – well, maybe you trade one either way if you get one in the draft, but – I mean, I think right now your best case scenario is just to trade for either a veteran or a guy. Maybe like a Dwayne Haskins even. Well, you don't have to trade for him. You can sign him off waivers. But Okay, well, right now they, they have the 10th pick. So 10. Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson would probably fall, could fall to 10, I think. Or maybe Detroit takes him at 7. But, mm. I mean, I think Denver's in for a quarterback there maybe. Um, I don't know what other help they need. But I could see a quarterback being in their future for the draft. I really good. I hate that the Dolphins have this... The third pick. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, I love that, it. Yeah. Because they can go snag Jamar Chase. Not at three. But, um, yeah, the the draft order this year is wild, dude. It yeah. really is. Like, Jacksonville at one. Um, I think Atlanta's going to take Trey Lance. New Orleans at 32 after they win the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. But, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. I mean, I think they'll make it far, but Kansas City's going to win it again. Either Kansas City or Green Bay. Yeah. Dude, Jacksonville has, like, four, like, top 45 picks. Yeah, they got crazy. There's from the Rams. They got the number one overall. Who was it? Oh, it was the Dolphins this past year. They had like four. Yeah. In like the first. Yeah. Was it the first round? Uh, I know they had the three in the first round. Yeah. I know they, they had, had the 30, 30. I know it was first. four like the top 40. Yeah. It's so wild. But yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. But uh, next we got your boys, the Jags versus right. the Colts. Let the me, Colts are going to. Thrax them. I was about to go there with that. Yeah, listen, we beat Indianapolis first game of the year. The only game we won. We beat them 27-20 in Jacksonville. Uh, that was when the offense was clicking because it obviously was the first game of the year. <laughs> and now the offense, they're okay. But Indianapolis is looking like a team that's on the verge of making a surprise playoff run. Surprise. Uh, yeah, like when they get to the playoffs is what I mean. Like, oh, not okay. right now. Like Once you. the playoffs start, I, I think they could be a surprise and go pretty far. Um, but, yeah, Jacksonville's going to get thrashed in this game. I, I don't care whether it's Minshew or Gwendolyn that starts a quarterback. We're going to lose, and we're going to lose big. Yeah. <laughs> um, next, we got the Cardinals and the Rams. I'm going with the Cards. Um, uh, do you know that Kyler Murray is out, not playing in this game? Really? Yeah, neither Never is Jared mind. Goff. I'm still, going the, I'm still going the Cards. <sighs> yeah, I think I, – I don't know who the Rams' backup quarterback is. Um, actually, I think they just signed – if I believe correctly, I think I just, I think they signed Blake Bortles off the off the Broncos practice <laughs> squad. Yeah, Blake Bortles. Those days were fun. Um, I'm gonna take the Rams. Yeah, I am. That's wild. But all right, the Cardinals. Let us know our one follower. 
or a viewer, let us know who do you think wins <laughs> out of that. Philip, who are you taking, man? I know you're probably doing a pod on this this week, but just just let us know in the comments. We'll keep it a secret. Um, next up, we got the Seahawks versus the Niners. Give me the Niners. No, I'm just kidding. No, Seattle, man. Yeah, Seattle yeah, all, day. all day. Um, then we got the Saints versus the Panthers. Is this one even a decision here? Like, Carolina's offense is awful. They need yeah. to. Christian McCaffrey can't seem to stay healthy. I don't even know when the last time that dude played was. Give me I New think it was week 10. Was it week 10? God, that was sick. Because I remember seeing that. Give me New um, Orleans and give me. Breeze is back. <laughs> healthy Drew Breeze, give me New Orleans. I love that they thought that. Um, that they thought Teddy Bridgewater was the answer. And then uh, the guy from the AA or the. Um, uh, PJ Walker, yeah, yeah, he comes in and he has a good game, but I think they will. Uh, did they win or lose that? Or do you remember? I don't know. But okay, you know they have a guy by the name of Will Greer. He played at West Virginia. It's that was really good in college. Why don't they give the dude a shot? It's the final game of the year. Do something here. But I will say, um, does Alvin Kamara score one, two, three, four, five? Oh yeah, six touchdowns again this week. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> no, not really. I don't think it happened, man. He ran all over the Vikings I think last he had, week. Like, he might get to you. Yeah, I maybe going for two or three. He'll um, get a receiving end. At a yeah. Um. Next up, we got the Titans versus the Texans. Ooh. All right. So, if there's any team that is going to derail the AFC South title for the Titans, it could be the Texans. But, uh, Houston is in turmoil right now, and the Titans are playing pretty good football, except for last Sunday when they went to Snowy Green Bay and got absolutely. I mean, they're not used to it, so I get it. Yeah, playing at the snow's hard. But give me the Titans. Derrick Henry's yeah. going to run all over that defense. Yeah, like you said, they're in turmoil. Like the Texans are in turmoil or whatever. Yeah. Like te- the Texans, like I don't know if you saw J.J. Watt. Uh, yeah. His, his video. Yep. And I was just like, wow. Like yeah. that's that's so crazy that you have to come out and say, like call people up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's that's what you want a leader. So, I mean, I, I love J.J. Watt. I mean, it's not because of that. It's just like how he carries himself yeah. and what he like what he does, like even for the community. You know, since you brought up JJ Watt in that video, um, do you think that maybe could pave his way out of Houston in a couple of years? I don't know. I mean, if if you're that, if you're having to call, you know, teammates, coaches, whatever it may be, out like that because you know your team is struggling that bad. Obviously, there's something more, you know, ongoing there, but. J.J. Watt's been a phenomenal player for the Texans. Always has um, Yeah, always has been. So, um, good, look, good on him for doing that, though, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, somebody had to do it. <laughs> I mean, so why not, your, you know, your star defensive player? Um, but let, let's go to the final game here. Let's go to Washington at the Eagles. God, I don't want to pick this. Give me the football team. Please don't take uh, Yeah. You know what? You know what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, sir. I'm taking the Eagles here. Jalen Hurts is going to get it done this week. They're at home. Um, Washington's quarterback situation for this week is kind of uncertain. Alex Smith is going to be fine. If, but if he doesn't play, then you start Tyler Heineke, who I've never heard of until I saw his name on SportsCenter yesterday. He's played for the, uh, the, the Dolphins. Did he? Like, um, see, I don't even know how long that dude's been in the league. I've never seen him play. Washington's not that good of a team this year. Um... It really, Philadelphia is not either. Neither is you know. None of the teams in that division are good. But That's true. I think the Eagles get it done. They've already been eliminated from the playoffs, so they really have nothing to play for. <laughs> but 
they can ruin Washington's hopes of winning the division and making the playoffs here. So I think they get it done. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Hold on. Give me one sec. So, I was looking at it while ago. The scenarios for the playoffs? Yeah. And so, um, let me go to the A's, or the NFC. So, what's crazy to me is that the Giants, who are 5-10, and 10, have a chance at making five the and ten, and you have a chance to win your division with a losing record and four games under five hundred. That yeah. is wild. I don't know that that's ever happened in NFL history. I really don't. It's so wild to me, but I mean, if the I think if the Cardinals lose, then hold on, what do you think? The Giants play the Cowboys, right? Yes. So if the Giants beat the Cowboys and the Cardinals lose, the Giants make it. Do they? No, if right. No, if the Giants win and Washington loses, they win the the East. All the all Dallas, New York, or Washington have to do is win the East to get in. That's it. Yeah. Because you still you have the NFC North wrapped up with Green Bay. You've got the South wrapped up with New Orleans, and the West is wrapped up with um, Seattle. Wait, what'd you say? You got Green Bay in the North. No, I'm talking about the way the Giants clinch. Oh, they have to beat. Dallas, and I think Washington has to lose. Yeah. 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 So, because that would give them the division. So, which is crazy. That's so wild. It's crazy. It really is. Like, I don't want a 6-10 and 10 team in the playoffs. They're going to get rocked in the wild. Well, they make a little surge. They're not, dude. <laughs> Unless they, I don't even think bringing Eli, prime Eli Manning back would help at this point. <laughs> I really don't. Eli Manning's awful. I really don't. Yeah, I know. Um, but, yeah, it's just crazy that the scenarios for that. Well, and look, it doesn't even matter who wins the NFC East. They're going to have a losing record yeah. regardless. So it doesn't matter whether it's Cowboys, Washington, or the Giants. They're going to have a losing record, and they're all going to get beat in the wild card game. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know what? I hope the the winner of that game has to play New Orleans first. I really do. Because New Orleans will rock them. Because Green Bay gets the bye. Well, they get upset. Uh, then uh, Upset. I'm then I'm done watching Saints football. <laughs> Man, I'm tired of the playoff losses. Um, you know what? But before we get out of here, let's transition over to some baseball news, right, right? Right quick. Let's talk the San Diego Padres. <laughs> the Padres, who have been um a decimated team for a long time, they're in a long playoff drought. They just signed Hugh Darvish and Blake Snow. Yeah, that's wild. Their odds are at plus. Is it? 800 I think to win the World Series now so they have the be- the third best odds out of the out of Major League Baseball to win the World Series behind the Dodgers and the Yanks again I mean of course I mean the Dodgers and the Yankees are always going to be Oh of course because they If I paid for my team too I'd hope that I'd get something yeah, right I mean if Atlanta didn't have a you know a cap space like the Yankees man we'd be we'd be rolling yeah, no. <laughs> like, But God. I mean I don't know it's it's very wild to see like on Twitter I said um a stacked Padres team just got even more stacked. They did. And it's going to be really interesting to watch the uh, the NL West this coming year. With them and LA. And the Dodgers. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think we're going to four. We're gonna go for four straight right here, the Braves. Uh, chop on. Yeah. Hopefully we uh, continue to mix it up. Man. But I don't know. Um. But yeah, I'm really excited for baseball season. I can't wait. Uh, can't wait to go to the games. Maybe we can catch a couple. 
We need to, man. We need to. I know we've been talking about that, you know, here and there about uh, maybe going to a game next year. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm really excited for the the All Star All Star game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to go to that, but um, I, I'm gonna just wrap this up by saying that getting you Darvish and Blake Snell is absolutely insane. Yeah, <laughs> like that's. But um, but yeah, I I also have one more thing to say. I know we have. <laughs> I think we have like yeah two weeks. We have two weeks, and um, I'm just gonna go ahead and call it. Um, if you can't see it, oh this oh way, yes God. sir. Hey, oh man, I'm gonna go ahead and call it. All right, um, you can at me on Facebook, AJ Ingram. Call me whatever you want. Um, Twitter is at Ingram, uh, AJ something like that. Yada yada. But yeah, you can at me if you want. Clemson's taking it all the way. Um, I'm out. I hope y'all have a blessed night. We're gonna see you around. <laughs> Bama, listen, Bama's winning this thing. Deep down, you know Bama's winning. But you know what? If you want to support Clemson, go ahead. Look, honestly, I'm kind of pulled for Clemson just because we're about to take their quarterback. So, but I mean, Bama's more dominant. So we'll see. Um, but if you don't have anything else to add, man, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. I'm excited for uh, for Auburn football as well. Harson, I think Hearts this year is not gonna be that great. I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up. But if we go, if we win more than five games, I'll be totally happy. I mean, honestly, if we win more than four games, I'd be happy. Um, I think three years we're gonna be out there competing. Uh, I think Harson winds up beating Bama at least once in his first four years, and I'm totally fine with that. So, but yeah, um, go Trojans, go Tigers. That's it. Yeah, I'm excited for LSU football next year. You know, we kind of suck this year. Yeah, you're going to suck next year, <laughs> but, too. No, nah, dude, we're going to be better. We just got rid of our offensive and defensive coordinator. We'll be better. Uh, go Tigers, number one. Go Trojans. Y'all are going to get Gus Malzahn as your offensive God, coordinator. <laughs> dude, I hope not. That's going to be awesome. I hope not. But, um, yeah, man, um, let's go ahead and get out of here. So, until next time, bye-bye, y'all. See y'all.